on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were On A Break podcast. We are on season five, episode one, the one after Ross says Rachel. What a what a season. We're starting it. Yeah. Oh we made it. We made it. I think it's been it's been at least two years since we started the podcast. Time goes so crazy I can't. that I was looking at like when we started. <laughs> and we started in like 2021. And I was... Ah, it's been three years? Right. So I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, well, it hasn't It hasn't even been that long. It's been, like, one year. That's crazy. And then yeah. I was thinking, like, wait, how... In one year, how would we have done all of those seasons? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> it's, a tw- it's 2024, babe. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, March, I think, is our... Three-year anniversary Because we posted it on Instagram, and that is what made me see it, was the post. Yeah, it was like March 12th or something like I that. I will tell you we... the exact date right now as I go through your Instagram. If I'm correct. What I'm date do you think so it is? Happy with my... March 12th. No, it's March 5th, 2021. Ah, well, wait. damn. We announced it that, that so day, but it actually aired March 12th. <laughs> I knew it! I knew there was a 12 in there! <laughs> That's incredible! So wait, it's been three years? Yes. Basically, Wow, yeah, look at us. This will be our anniversary. Uh, I love it so much. Also, we look three insanely years, different than when seasons. we started. This is what you look like. Blonde! And that's what I look like. I don't know who she is. Ooh. She's No bangs. She's mentally ill, though. I do know that. Like, I look at that photo, and I'm like, <laughs> oof, she wasn't good at this time. She's better now. But, um, wow, look at us. Look at us. I was also deeply depressed, so. <laughs> Honestly, really, though, really good. if I looked back at a photo of me today, though, same vibes. So always growing, <laughs> just a little bit really depressed, uh, which is probably why I am on antidepressants. So uh, welcome to my brain. I have depression and OCD and anxiety. <laughs> well, do you do that thing where at the t- like every time you're in your current state, you're like, this is the ugliest I've ever been. But then you look at a photo like mm-hmm. then two years later, you look at a photo mm-hmm of what you looked like then and you're like oh my god I was so pretty so I do I that so cute and I was so young but I do it with weight so I will think mm-hmm. like I am the fattest that I have ever been bro and then I look back at a photo and I'm like mm, nope no nope you are fat now you were not fat then and it's this cycle that just keeps fucking happening <laughs> yeah I'm like damn the only exception to that is when I look back on photos from last year because I was truly like 25 pounds heavier. Oh, okay. And I go, I go, whew, okay, I was right. That's me now. <laughs> that is me now. I am just, that scale is getting higher and higher, baby. And it's fine. But like, I look back and I was like, damn, I thought I was so fat. But this goes back to like being 15 years old. Like the, I have yeah. been doing this for my never- entire life. So I don't know if it's something programmed inside of our stupid women brains that we just hate our bodies like and you have to Mm -hmm. just learn to love it and that's the whole vibe but I've been doing this shit for as long as I can remember 
Yeah, I remember in high school being like, but in junior high, I was like, I weighed this much. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, you're going through puberty. Right. Why would you weigh the same at 17 as you were when you were 13? Exactly. Like you weren't even an adult yet. Or when I look back at photos and I'm like, oh, I was so skinny. And then I think about where I was at mentally. And I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's why you were so skinny. You couldn't eat, you dumb bitch. Like you fucking weren't well. (laughs) Of course you were so skinny. You couldn't function. Like, (laughs) Jesus. We're so hard on ourselves. It's so sad. So take a page from our book and just enjoy how you look. Because you're only going to get uglier the next year. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Because the hands of time are slowly clenching around your neck. And soon you'll be a fat old bitch. (laughs) I remember when, like, I was in my teens or I was younger and older people would tell me like, you know, enjoy being young and enjoy your body because it's going to change. And I was like, no, I'll just be like this forever. That's so weird. Like definitely no. And I'll catch myself doing it at the dispensary that I work at, like telling the girls that are like 22, like, sweetie, enjoy it. Because about 26, that <laughs> shit is just going to absolutely change. And she's like, not me. And I'm like, oh, sweetie, yeah, you. <laughs> Dude, I'm watching. I promise this relates to what we're talking about. It's okay about. if it doesn't. It's our podcast. <laughs> I'm watching Survivor for the first time. <laughs> Nolan so and I just weird. got into it. Okay. And it's so stressful, bro. <laughs> It's a really good show, but we started at season six, which came out in 2003. Oh, gosh. And that was like the height of like Simple Life, right? Yeah, this is like 21 years ago or something. Mm -hmm. And the concept of this season is boys versus girls. There's like a men's tribe and there's a women's tribe. And they like they do like a lot of stupid shit where they're like, the girls can't make a campfire and they're just washing their clothes they don't know how to fish and the the guys are chopping down trees <laughs> like they do like that the stupid shit. sexist shit yeah but something i noticed is like there is a there's a particular group of women in this season and they're like models mm-hmm. and like gym teachers and stuff and they're like the hot ones who are gonna use their like sexuality to win mm. they are so skinny oh like are they sick scary scary skinny yeah. they're they're not saying like they're not presented like these women are like sick malnourished presented <laughs> as like yeah they're presented as like these women are so hot and they were tiny i mean when and this is no shade to them yeah. at all but it just I was like, oh, my God, I have not seen like this level of like skinny being praised this much Mm -hmm. in a while. Like it really did show me how far we've come. But it did serve as a reminder to me of like the culture that we grew up in. Yeah. And I mean, it always changes too, like what bodies are um, popular because then it was the Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie was coming off as being the fat one, quote, unquote, and she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. And uh, then, you know, it changed into now, you know, what now is the, like, well, no, it was the huge ass. and the BBL. Well, no, it was just the huge ass. And then 
the BBL, where it was like the hourglass shape, like trying to be perfect. Fashion Nova. The, the brat's face of the fillers and the this and the that. And like you just, we all kind of follow the trends. I personally don't have any like Botox or fillers or anything like that. Um, And I literally would never get a BBL because you have to, you can't sit for three months. It's one of the most uh, highly death rate surgeries you can get. Yeah, like I just, I'm so sorry. I'd rather be super fat than (laughs) risk anything like that. (laughs) But damn, y'all look good. I will say y'all look real good. Um, (laughs) And whoever is doing Kim Kardashian's body should get awards. Like actual (laughs) awards. Because her ass used to be like, she would on the show be like i don't have butt implants see and she got like an x-ray of her ass yeah but you so were getting real, so yeah. many fillers in that butt you know what I? there was other stuff to do before the bbl like it was a whole you yeah. know um and it looked not great and then all of a sudden the, no, she's skinny the, the 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 but like her ass looks great like her ass looks so much better <laughs> than it did because it was so big that it was like sagging and so was chloe kardashian's and then yeah. they had like their bbls or whatever and you can always kind of tell and kim doesn't have it and this is why i say that her doctor should win awards uh chloe kind of has <laughs> it the bbl belly button where the belly button is kind of stretched in a way that you can just I I can spot it from a mile away I can just immediately I'm like there it is I just need to see your belly button please no tricking you yeah that's what I'm like oh it's the BBL belly button that is how I know that you got it but Kim (laughs) looks so good that she does not look like she has had any surgery necessarily like all of her stuff is done so well that it almost looks like she is just doing this. And that, to me, is very if impressive. I, <laughs> it's like, if I didn't know what a normal person looked mm-hmm. like, you would fool me. Yes, because I feel like... <laughs> if I didn't know that it was completely unnatural to have proportions <laughs> like that, you would get Well, me, because you, you know? look at Chloe, who has been looked at in the media so long and talked so much shit about, that they turned her into what yeah. she is. Like, she had so many nose jobs... She feels the need to be so thin now, but I mean also, so is the rest of her family. Fucking Kylie got an entire new face by the time that she was like 17. You know what I mean? Like She is the one that I actually feel the worst for because she like, I know that Chloe's been put through the ringer probably the most, but like I don't think that Kylie ever stood a chance because she was literally like, raised in that since she was like what nine mm-hmm. when the show started mm-hmm. like there was no chance for her to ever pre like she didn't have a chance to grow up and see what she actually looked like as, as an adult right. like a natural adult right. and that's so crazy however put me in coach i'm doing it i'm doing it all <laughs> you know what i mean like if i'm in the kardashian family or it's kind of like when you watch like a first season of someone on Real Housewives. They look very real. Catch them three th- seasons later, they look a whole lot better. You're not ugly, you're just broke. <laughs> if the Kardashians exactly. taught us anything, because I feel like the like Kylie's face change was so drastic, but it looked fucking mm-hmm. great. Like, <laughs> now she's aged and she has some of, like, the effects that you get from having a lot of filler done, but she looked goddamn good. I'm so sorry. Like some of this shit, like Christina Aguilera, 
entire new face and body looks incredible. Like, what? It's like she went into a machine and she came it's... out 19 years old again. It's fucking insane. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like the media will like, first of all, women's bodies are commoditized. Yes. And like you have to follow a trend of how your body's supposed right? to look. That's crazy. And we have been for years and years and years of years dating all the way back to like Marilyn Monroe before that. You know what I mean? Like there's literal timelines of what bodies looked like yeah. in certain periods. And it blows my mind. But also, like, people will shit on someone for being, like, ugly. Like, take Khloe Kardashian, for example. They're like, she's the fat yeah. one. She's the ugly right. one. Like, she looks like shit. Right. But then they're like, okay, okay, fine. I'll, like, quote, unquote, improve myself. And then they get the surgeries and they're like, whatever happened to natural beauty? Right. So why is everyone getting filler and shit? Mm-hmm. It's like, because you tormented them. Yep. And there was literally no way for them to fit your standard Mm -hmm. without surgical intervention. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Like, you can't win either way. You know, what was, and I am in no way comparing myself to a Kardashian, but um, I have like 5,000 followers and I have not always been like 180 pounds. And I mean, there's been a somewhat of a gradual, like you, you kind of have just seen it happen throughout the years, but I have gotten DMs, comments questions why did you let yourself go why are you so fat now like what happened to you and it is insane to me that people like would ask that question like what because I don't look at people and think like what a fucking porker this one is shit you know what I mean like it's just so wild but people will say anything Mm -hmm. behind a keyboard because they can but they would never fucking say it to your face yeah, because it's, first of all, it's rude as fuck. Yeah. Also, why do you care so much? Why like, do you care? If I have a friend who gains weight, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I move on and I never, ever think about it again. Yeah. <laughs> because it doesn't affect me in any way and I still like that person and think they're beautiful. Yeah, or. So, like, I would never ask someone that because I don't fucking care. My favorite thing that anybody does So I use the word fat now. To me, it's not a bad word. It's just for me, I'm a little fat. It's fine. I do not find offense to this word. So I say it. Mm -hmm. Other people get uncomfortable by it. They get super uncomfortable by the word. And the reactions that I get, because I, now that I'm a little bit heavier, I'm so hot. I'm so hot all the time. (laughs) Like, I'm so hot. (laughs) And it works. Like, I won't wear a jacket. And it'll be, like, just absolutely freezing in there. And someone was like, aren't you cold? And I was like, no. Ever since I gained weight, I am just, like, really hot all the time. And then there's that immediate, <laughs> like, no, you haven't gained any weight. What? I'm li- I'm not even at, this isn't a question. I'm telling you that I am hot as fuck because I'm a little fat. This, there was no need, you know, or... There was another time, and this happened recently, I talked about gaining weight and being really hot. The hot thing is a problem, babe. It's the biggest problem that I have with being a little fat is how hot (laughs) I am at all times. The hot flashes? No, just the constant (laughs) hot. It just never goes away. Like, I leave my house in the morning, it's like 55 degrees outside, and I have full mustache sweat happening because I'm just so hot. It's illegal. It's crazy. Um, but I was saying that and she texted me later and said, I think you're beautiful, 
whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> when did I say that I wasn't pretty? I said that I was fat and hot, <laughs> not ugly. And it's crazy to me that people will equate weight and beauty as the same mm-hmm. thing. And listen, we have been taught to. I'm not mad at you. This is what you feel like you're supposed to say to me. You know what I mean? But it is very, very interesting to like see other people's reactions. And it's very interesting to not have skinny privilege anymore. That is the craziest thing too. (laughs) Because it's real. When you're skinny, whether you're wearing makeup or not, whether you look good or not, you are getting hit on and you are getting noticed. I love being invisible though. Being invisible is one of the greatest (laughs) things that has ever happened to me. I don't have all these fucking annoying men trying to sleep with me. This is incredible. I love it. Um, But it is very weird. Like, no one opens the door for me. People don't buy me drinks. It's so weird. But now I'm obsessed with finding whoever's going to love me forever at this stage. Because I don't Mm. want them to fall in love with me because I'm skinny and hot. As if in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be skinny and hot in a couple years. Like, don't worry about it. I'm hot now. <laughs> what a, you know what I'm saying. But it's just, yeah. it's different. And it's very interesting to see the difference of stuff and how people's minds work when, like, they aren't in the same place I am with accepting it. It's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Because I feel like in their head, you saying, like, oh, I'm fat and blah, 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 yeah. blah. That's, like... You're saying whatever their worst interpretation of that is. Right. Like, I'm an evil piece of shit yes. or something. And I'm not that's saying how they that. would feel about themselves. Right. That's how they like, mm-hmm. they're like, I have to be skinny or else right. like, now, I'm Now, I could terrible. have <laughs> gone off on her and been like, I never said that I was ugly. I said I was fat or like whatever. Like, but I just sent, <laughs> I just sent a heart. She means well, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, we've all been we've there. All, I've all, we've, I've said it. I've done it. That's the thing that I feel like you don't realize until because I'm like heavier now than I like. I was always skinny growing mm-hmm. up. I wasn't like the fat kid mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, same. I was like I was different because I was like curvier than all my friends. I, so I felt like I was the fat. Kid. I was always like but real like, thin with just massive tits. Like they've always been yes. huge, but I was really Looking small. Back, that's how I was yeah. too. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But now that I actually have crossed over to being like a woman older than 22. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like being heavier than I used to be, like you realize that like it's really not as scary as you think it's going to be. No, it isn't. You know You're mean? still the same person. People, exactly. And I still like you can still appreciate yourself. Mm-hmm. Like things are okay. Like they're going to be okay mm-hmm. if you gain weight. But I feel like people who haven't experienced yeah. that don't get that mm-hmm. and so like when you get comments like that it's like I can't be mad at you because I was there too, exactly you know? like I even just slipped up when I was like oh yeah I think I'm gonna be skinny and hot because still in my brain it's programmed to think that skinny means that someone's hot but that's only based on literally what I see on a daily basis but that doesn't mean that that's how I feel about myself you know what I mean because I might be the heaviest that I've ever been, but I'm also the most mentally well that I have ever been. So I'll take the pounds, baby. You know, like, bring it on. Whatever. You know? So I don't know how we got on this tangent, but try to love yourself as best you can, even though it's so hard. (laughs) It really is. It is so hard, man. But, you know, just buy bigger clothes. They'll fit. (laughs) 
<laughs> You'll look good <laughs> in bigger clothes. It's okay. You don't need to yep. continue to squeeze yourself into tiny clothes and feel uncomfortable because you're supposed to be that weight. Because I did that all the time. And I was so uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then I bought bigger pants. And I was like, oh, I still look good. I just need a bigger pants. Should we <laughs> dive into this episode? We I'm should. So We've dived it. into some body positivity. Let's dive into a little bit of friends. <laughs> So this is The One After Ross Says Rachel. It was written by Seth Curland, directed by Kevin S. Bright, and it is the first episode of season five. They had a whole freaking summer hiatus to find out what happens after this. It is uh, air date September 24th, 1998. Did they film all of this at the same... Obviously, they filmed it all at the same time. They were in London. Because I was going to say, they went away over summer. Monica... And Rachel went to the same trainer and got the craziest arm build (laughs) on the planet. These ladies in this episode, holy fucking, I mean, she's holding that plate at one point, talking to Chandler, and I was like, hot damn. And then Rachel (laughs) came in and she was holding something, and I was like, oh my god, Uh, you guys look so, your arms, you fit, you fit, you fit. Yes, I think that I'm pretty sure, like, we, we open back on the scene where he's saying yes. Rachel's name at the altar. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that whole little part afterward, that couple of lines, that was just filmed, like, before the hiatus. That was filmed along with season four. I'm The, the episode positive. we watched today? Just the part where they're, like, still at the altar and they're repeating the part where he says, take me, Emily, or take the Emily, and Rachel says, oh, should I go up there? Right. And there's kind of, like, that weird, you still get, like, some extra reaction shots and stuff that we didn't see mm-hmm. in the previous episode. Pretty sure they just filmed that all, like, same day. They probably just cut that and decided to carry it over to season five. Got it. Um, yeah. But then I'm assuming that the rest was filmed, uh, Act, like the rest of it was actually filmed in Burbank at Warner Brothers. Oh, really? I actually, yeah, I actually have a theory about this very ending scene with Emily that that we'll have to get to. Okay. It was a- so you think they went to London, they did the London stuff, they filmed her, re- like, should I go up there, blah, blah, blah. They came back and her in the red dress in, like, this whole banquet shit is in, is back in Burbank. I think so. Okay. I have no we'll do, well, We can do a little digging after and try to find out, but I like this because I was thinking about this. I think so because there's no reason for it not to be. If they can take the actors who played Emily's parents and have them come out to L.A. Mm-hmm. and shoot some scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but do, what about, like, continuity? Do they care? What do you mean? Like, di- don't they look different? Like, their arms are so buff. <laughs> That's just what happens at the beginning of a new season, man. I guess. I know it's supposed to take place the same day, but they obviously filmed it. True. What they're gonna five months? They're gonna film a ton of episodes all in. Like, no, they're not. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, now we're gonna get to the reception. I love all these scenes that take place at the reception. (laughs) Emily has locked herself in the bathroom. Ross is freaking out. He's forcing Joey to dance. It's a party. Let's keep going. <laughs> now, I just have to ask you, how do you think Emily handled the the stuff at the altar? She keeps the wedding going. Mm-hmm. 
Then she immediately goes to the reception and like goes out the window. I've seen people on the Friends subreddit. Oh, I've never been on Reddit for Friends. I just joined Reddit two weeks ago. I didn't know about Reddit. It's like Twitter, but crazier, bitch. (laughs) It's really holy fucking shit. It's so crazy. Well, I went on Reddit and I, I was looking up like stuff about Emily because I was trying to get to the bottom of a mystery of why they Um, dressed her so badly. (laughs) (laughs) No, the. There's this thing at the end, I'll, the very last scene, I was... You're really cock-teasing us with this fucking last scene, shit! I can't wait to talk about it. Frothing at the mouth over, jeez! Watch it be the most obvious shit in the world. But... <laughs> so I was deep-diving into Emily, and I saw people talking about how, like, oh, but she went through with the wedding, like, it's her fault, like, she still married him after he, like... I did write that down, name. though. Like, okay, I have two different reactions to it. Okay. It's weird to me that if this is upsetting her to the point where she does not want to be married to this man and does not want to continue, I don't care how many people are there, I'm just going to walk out. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> sweetie, no. Um, yeah. I'm going to go. But thank you. Thank you. And I would leave. However, I have had an instance where I have said someone else's name when I did not mean to at all. And it was really awkward. And it was really bad. <laughs> it was bad. It wasn't good. We were laying in bed. I was laying in bed with a guy that I had slept with. And I, in the past, had, like, flirted with his best friend. Like, we do things when we're younger. But I was like, no, I didn't. There were screenshots to prove it. But I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't do that. Anyway, we continued on. I digress. But for some reason, the next morning, we're talking about stuff, and I called him by that best friend's name. Oh, no. And it was so awkward. It was so, and I was like, that's so weird that I would weird, like, and I, I wouldn't stop talking about it because I felt so <laughs> awkward about it. It's like, that's so weird that I would call you his name. Like, why did I do that? And he was like, I don't know. Like, what? <laughs> He's like, you tell me, bitch. Like, you're the one who said it. And I was like, yeah, that's weird. I, and I was like so confused as to why I called him the wrong name. I wasn't even thinking about that man. I don't care about that man no more. What? So, sassy me, gonna walk right out. Fuck you, Ross. I've done it. I've said the wrong name. It wasn't at the altar and I wasn't getting married, but I do know <laughs> that you can say the wrong name and re- it has absolutely no meaning to it. Mm-hmm. it's a hard situation well, if but yeah. however if i knew that i was so mad and i hated him and i wasn't gonna hold his hand when i walked down the aisle and i was gonna push his hand away i'm not continuing the wedding and i'm gonna walk out i'm not mm-hmm. finishing it why would i finish it like why am i finishing this and also people like really think that the marriage like the th- no, they already have a marriage license. Like that's what I they've know. already fucking I been married. Filed paper. It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're gonna have to fucking deal with it anyway. Like yes, you need witnesses, and then they sign it, and the whole thing. However, there's still a marriage license, so it's already fucked. But I would still walk out anyway. Like it's the like if I'm this mm-hmm. mad about it, I'm gonna excuse myself. She's sitting here in sweatpants. I'm going to excuse myself. You know what I mean? I'm not going to then go and punch him in the stomach and crawl out the window. You know? That's just a little too much. Yeah. But my reasoning is... But maybe she was shocked and, is, and she didn't know. This is just, yes. 
This is just about getting through the ceremony. I like to think that I would be like, that's wrong. And I would get up and I would leave. But if I'm being honest with myself, there's like flight, fight, and freeze. I'm a freezer. I'm a fighter. Like, I'm a like... I like I get like stunned and then like my reaction is like f- way later. Oh, okay. So I could see this happening to me and just like not fully like React. knowing what to do mm-hmm. and then just like letting the wedding go on and then having big feelings about mm. it. Like if I'm honest with myself, that is probably what would end up happening. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, probably I'd same. Be so stunned. Cuz when when yeah. shit like really shocking shit has happened in my life. It's one of those things where I'm super shocked. And then later I'm like, I have a thousand replies. I have a thousand replies that I could have said, but I was so shocked that I didn't at the time. So honestly, I probably would have continued on too. However, I'm pretty <laughs> sure like someone in my family would have like stood up and been like, the fuck? Like, like yeah. somebody would, I object. I object. Like something would have happened or like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Uh, so many now, ways it could have gone in my life. I could have screamed. I could have stood there. Who knows? Now, I'm very distracted by the color scheme and the design of this wedding. Okay, why? Can we can we talk about this? At the reception, it literally looks like they patchworked together, like, five different weddings. Oh, yes. Because... The women are wearing this, like, very bright, bold red. Mm-hmm. The men are wearing, like, a dusty, gray. like, blue, gray. Mm-hmm. There's one flower arrangement that's, like, bright blues and reds and, like, yellows. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, some other, like, a completely different kind of floral arrangement with different flowers that's, like, buttercream and, like, pink. And, like, none of it makes any sense. Like, there's no cohesiveness and to the design of this wedding. Why is the cocktail hour serving the food that should be served? I think it's supposed to be the reception. Oh. I don't think there was a cocktail hour. I think it's a shitty reception with no tables where they have to eat steak standing <laughs> up, like Mr. Geller says. <laughs> Like, this wedding, uh, like, saying the wrong name aside, this is a bad wedding. It's not the best wedding. The bride's, the bride's dress is ugly. never been uglier. <laughs> the flowers make no he sense. He didn't say the right name. <laughs> this is a terrible wedding. His best oh friend God. is fucking his sister, and he's got no idea. <laughs> it's a bad weekend for Ross. Now, but a worse one for calls. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. So Phoebe calls to try to cover for Ross I'm over by pretending it. to be his brain I'm doctor. I'm over it, and it isn't funny, right? <laughs> but this is the first uh, appearance of her uh, pseudonym, Regina Falange. So I guess it's an important historical moment in the series. I guess, but like, didn't we, didn't we really just burn <laughs> this joke and what is it? Put it I into the ground. What is the saying? Drove it into the ground. Yeah, we just really kept kept with this one. And I'm like, okay, we get it. You're pregnant and can't leave. Get off the phone. <laughs> I think they, like, needed to remind the audience where Phoebe was. I Like, because this is, like, the era of, like, I guess maybe they could have rerun the season over the summer. I don't think so. Like, there, there was, like, once you saw it, and if you didn't tape it on your VHS, it was gone. That's so true. So now you have to have a refresh of, like, yeah. where everyone was. 
I do think that Lisa is like absolutely glowing in in this though. Like, probably because she's, she's like, not pregnant anymore and she's so happy. <laughs> she's like sitting like in the window and like the light is shining down on her. She looks beautiful. Yeah, she does look great. Um my favorite storyline in this episode is Chandler and Monica running around trying to hook up again. Mm-hmm. Can I make a suggestion for them? Yes. A bathroom. <laughs> a bathroom that locks. It is super simple. Have sex in a bathroom. That's it. That that's that's the salt that's the problem solver right fucking there. There's in they're in someone's house. You're telling me there's like no upstairs that they could like sneak off to. They're not in a house. They're in a hotel. Oh no! They, I thought the reception was at the um, was at Emily's parents' house, and they built that wine cellar, and like they're giving tours of the wine cellar. But then remember that's. But then why are they looking all over the hotel for Emily then? I think that's after the reception is done. They all go back to the hotel. And he thinks maybe she went to the hotel. Oh, I like never one- thought that. I mean, you're probably right. I just never thought that in my head of like, because it, because they they go immediately to the hotel to have sex. They leave and they go to the cellar. He's in the cellar. Think, yeah. Hmm. Well, okay, but in the previous episodes, remember yes. they gave that bill to. To Ross's dad yeah. to like renovate their house because that's where they were having the reception. So this is that stupid ass reception with no tables and chairs. And then she pops out the window to escape. So they think that she ran away to the to hotel, the hotel uh... to like get all her shit. So then, like after the wedding, they all go back to the hotel to sleep slash find a place to fuck. I <laughs> wonder if this was apparent to everybody else or just me (laughs) (laughs) i'm also confused by chandler at this point saying that they've done it seven times because wasn't it like the night before yeah haven't you ever been so obsessed with somebody that you have sex with them like a thousand times in one night and you can't walk seven times is crazy i have done that and more in a night <laughs> in in my slut days i, I don't think so. the good old puss they... could take it now i mean like one and done like you get in there and i'm like <laughs> she needs a little bit and i might have a yeast infection now so let's give it a little bit let's see what happens with that ph baby but back in the day Maybe. i was just like getting back on just but these people are our age. They're like 28 at this point or something. Listen, I haven't had sex in like really a year. Is. I'm pretty sure if I found somebody that I had a connection with like that, we'd be fucking seven times that night, babe. You know? It's so exciting. I didn't think Chandler, I didn't think Chandler had it in him, frankly. With Monica, but. she's so damn hot. He's never been harder. He's never gotten, true, true. you know? I mean, Kathy was hot, but not like Monica. Come on. <laughs> Fucking cocks to the sky out here. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Ross and Rachel having this conversation, like, this is not the time to have this discussion, Rachel. Also, she couldn't have changed from going to the ceremony to the reception? Dude, that's what I was thinking. I was like, girl, you're going to crash his wedding and you didn't bring, like, formal attire? It's the least you could do. Where is Dr. House when we need him? He could really, I think he could fix the situation. Take your headphones off and get in here and fix this, Dr. House. 
He can do anything. <laughs> Except fix his damn knee. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, they they couldn't pick a worse time mm-hmm. to connect. Ross is spinning out. He has no idea where Emily is. He's like, ah, the band. The band's ready. I don't care about the stupid everyone. band. <laughs> like, why would Rachel be like, and now is the time to have this discussion? Like, well, it for me it happens sort of naturally. Think about it. Be in Rachel's shoes for a second. Wouldn't you want to know what the fuck that meant? I think I would maybe steer clear and then later after it's been a day <laughs> I would be like I would definitely have the conversation. Yeah, I just Like Monica says not to talk to him about it. There's no way you cannot talk about it. Right. But I just wouldn't do it right then when she's like supposedly in the bathroom, like yeah. a few feet away. But the way she says like, it, she's like, We didn't mean anything, did it? And he's like, No. Like she she words it very breezy, if you will. Uh, <laughs> and it comes off less like, Are you in love with me? But what I did find yeah. interesting is, like, when she makes the joke to Ross, like, I was in there trying to pop the window out, and then he goes to see, and she's standing there with him. If you open that door, and then Emily's behind it, and she's mad, and you're standing there with Rachel, sweetie, I don't think it's a great idea. Yeah, he didn't think this through. No. <laughs> None of this is thought through. It's not good. Uh, I'm a little stressed. Now- <laughs> fucking Monica can't get a dick in and they can't find Emily and this is a mess. I love this This stress. is such I a fucking mess. The, and the end of this episode actually almost kills me. I, I turn it off oh when they get back to the apartment. To After they have their little chit chat back at home, I'm like, and that's the end of the episode. Loved it. How fun. <laughs> now... After the wedding, they're back at the hotel. The security is so relaxed at this hotel. Everyone is just barging into each other's room. Apparently, you don't need a Rachel, key. <laughs> you, Rachel's in Monica's room. Mm-hmm. Just chilling. No reason. She's not even staying at the hotel, oh, I no, assume. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. Where is she staying? I don't know. She just left. She didn't have a plan. I guess she thought she would crash with Monica, mm. which... Uh, they're, they, they're busy watching my giant, so not going to be able to crash. <laughs> Is that the name of the movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They go to they go to Chandler and Joey's room. Joey's going to kick them out. They're pretending to watch a movie. I looked it up because I thought that my giant was like a fake movie that was like the Iron Giant or something, but it's a real movie. Wait. That is the Iron Giant not the same? Wait. I think I'm thinking of the movie with the giant robot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, the Iron Giant. Wait, that's what made and it so I've, funny to me. But they were talking, that's what I've thought this whole time. But I looked it up. My Giant is a real movie. It's a Billy Crystal movie that came out in April of 1998, which was like right when this. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fucking poster to this movie is so funny. so small. The Giant Holding Billy Crystal. Yeah, it could not be more different from the Iron Giant. (laughs) What if I die a regular sized man? (laughs) What the fuck? I literally thought that this was the movie with the big giant in it. That like the 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 robot. What What is that one called? The Iron Giant. Oh my god. The animated one? 
yeah, I was thinking about this animated Iron Giant, and that's why it was so funny that they were watching that movie. A movie called My Giant. What did Nolan say? Nolan says, we've established there's a movie called My Giant. You let us talk about it as much as we want, all right? You keep cooking. a microphone? Okay. Why don't you pull up a fucking chair? Appreciate an invite. He didn't get an invite? He said, I would appreciate an invite onto the show. I don't think you'd want that. I would embarrass y'all for a fucking hour. I... Oh, I would love it. I love to be grilled. No, Please not grilled. Just ask really so many questions. <laughs> okay, this movie came out. If this, if we're to believe the timeline of the show, this wedding is taking place in May of 1998. And this movie came out like a month beforehand. They were really being topical with it. They were, um, yeah. Then, <laughs> Everybody knew what My Giant was. Fuck. Yeah, it was, a, even though it was a box office uh, bomb, apparently, <laughs> it made no money. They both As liked you it. Can maybe guess from the, <laughs> the cover. But yeah, I thought it was like a big emotional movie. It's not. Okay. Um, I did too. (laughs) And that's why I thought it was the one with the Iron Giant because that one is emotional. (laughs) I guess it makes it funnier that Joey is so hung up on it. It'd be great if he was like, we're watching the Brave Little Toaster. (laughs) (laughs) What if I die? A non-brave, a regular non-toaster man. That's essentially what he said anyway. It's so silly. Oh, it's funny. So they break into the honeymoon suite. Mm-hmm. And by breaking um, in, just open the doors. Just walk, they just walk in. in. It's just open. No it's ready. You know, this was pre-9-11. You could just walk into any hotel room that you wanted. There was no security. You could just walk right in. Now... I love this whole exchange where Ross comes in and like cock blocks them and they're like, you should look for her for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes in 45 minutes. You can, you can find, her, find twice. her twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite joke in the whole episode. <laughs> They've spent the entire, they decide to wait there with Ross because he's going to wait there for Emily. They spend the entire night sitting upright next to him while he sleeps. And then, and here's, then Emily's parents burst in. Here's what I'm thinking is the reality, though. Now that I know that the ceremony and the reception were not in the same place, by the time that he got back to the hotel, it was late. It was a lot later. Because we had been looking for a yes. place to fuck for a minute at this point, right? <laughs> so it's later. Let's say it's like 2 a.m. So, eh, they were sitting up maybe for like two hours. Because what? He probably woke up at like four or five because she was like our flights in a couple of hours and the sun's coming up like i don't know but also you can sleep by yourself or at least let me lay down one time i had a friend that got not mad at me but i stayed over i wasn't staying over at her house we were watching stranger things really late Mm -hmm. and she fell asleep and if i were sleeping if so if i had a friend over and then I went to sleep and I woke up and they were gone. I would be like scared or something for a second. I'd be like, where'd they go? Oh my God. Yeah. So in my head, I was overthinking it. And I was like, I should wake her up before I leave. Well, she is a heavy sleeper. And I was just like, hey, hey. And it was almost like that feeling <laughs> when you need to wake your mom up. 
but you know it's gonna be really scary when she wakes up. Like when they when the, when moms wake up in the middle of the night, like their eyes like roll <laughs> back from somewhere else, and they're so mad, and they're like only what? minute of peace in the day, right? Like I get it now. I get it. I'm so sorry I ever woke you up in the middle of the night, mom. Like fuck me, dude. I get it. And I finally woke her up, and she was like, "Why didn't you just leave?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> It's not my house. I don't know. I disagree. And I then, would like, want someone to wake me up and let me know. Or same, leave because, and text me so that when I wake up, I have a text that's like, hey, baby, um, I left because mm-hmm. you fell asleep yeah. and I didn't want to wake you up. <laughs> Just some closure. I had, a really con- I had a really confusing one where I went out with a guy and we got drinks and it wasn't a date. We were just friends. Mm-hmm. And we came back to my house and I got so wasted and we were watching mad men and i remember that there were four of everybody (laughs) like there were more than two and i was like i need to lie down and i remember like i lied down and then i like put my feet up against his legs because there wasn't enough room for me to lie down and i just went to sleep and i woke up he was gone the lights were on mad men was blasting and i was just like what happened (laughs) Where did he go? Like, what, what time is it? He was like, yeah, I left pretty, like, immediately after that. You started snoring pretty loud. <laughs> That's so funny. In, like, that instance, I understand. Like, in that case, like, I guess you could go. But I don't know. I was like, I don't know what if to do in this case. Drunk, do I wake you up or not? I think the rule is if someone's drunk, don't wake them up. Just go. Yes. I don't think I would have woken up if you had tried. <laughs> I don't think that it would have been possible. I was a little dead until the morning. But if someone's sober, at least try. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, so now I know with her, let her sleep <laughs> and text her. But I don't know about anybody else. Who knows? So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think I would just wake him up, though. Like, hey, I'm going to go. I wouldn't even wake him up because he's in his own hotel room. I would just slip mm. out. <laughs> Just slip right out. (laughs) We both saw that we were going to talk and then stop talking. Not dead air. (laughs) This is the first time we haven't interrupted each other and we've chosen to be like, and now you? (laughs) And oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Were you going to say something? uh, I didn't mean to step on your toes. What? (laughs) I was trying to remember. There was at some point where like it was the last call for something. What was it? In this episode? Yeah. For the the plane. This is the last La- call like, for our boarding to Athens. Because I have that as one of my titles. <laughs> and I was like, what was the last call? I the don't fucking remember call. my title. I was like, who called who? <laughs> I was like, it wasn't Phoebe. <laughs> I can't even remember my own title. <laughs> Now, anyway, continue. We are blessed (laughs) with the presence, one last time, of Emily's Mm -hmm. parents. Mm -hmm. Um, They're flirting with Ross. They're gathering Mm -hmm. up her stuff. Emily Mm -hmm. never wants to see him again. Here's the thing. Correct. I understand understand being upset. I understand leaving. I understand not wanting to talk to him again. But I think if you are going to marry someone, like you're that close with them that you were going to marry them, like... You should have a conversation. A hundred percent. Maybe yeah. not that night. I get it. Give yourself time. But yeah. I wouldn't just like bounce and be like, you'll never see me again. 
Yeah, but I also understand feeling like that in the moment. She was super mad. I feel like Ross should know that she's going to need a minute, and he should just go home and wait for the phone call. But no, he's going to do everything but. Yeah, let's talk about, before we wrap up Monica and Chandler, let's wrap wrap up the Ross and Emily and Rachel storyline. We're at the airport. Ross (laughs) is deciding if he should go on his honeymoon alone. Rachel is there because, oh, No, no, that was never an option. Rachel put that into his head. My cat is her. Her cat on. is trying to he's, absolutely he's fuck this recording up buttons. in every possible way. He's never been interested before, and now get the fuck the out of here, spoons. Time, the one time that it would mess me up. <laughs> Hi, spoons. Hey, he's so big. Okay, I gotta. Put these, he's so cute. I can't oh. handle it. <laughs> What were we saying? Um, we were saying that Rachel's flight is delayed and he's trying to decide if he should go on the honeymoon. I feel like he was just waiting for her and then Rachel said to him, you should go. I think it would be great for you to go and clear your head. I don't think he would have ever gone if she hadn't showed up. Yeah, he's waiting to see if she shows up. Which honestly, if anyone should go on the honeymoon alone, it's Emily. Um, at least go to Athens, girl. Um, in the most deranged twist, <laughs> like who in their right mind would ever think that this is appropriate? Ross invites Rachel to come with him. This is the craziest because, thing anyone's ever done. But also, it isn't because in his mind, there's nothing fucking going on. I know. Well, I know that he's not doing it in like a we're going to hook up way. But like, right? You would think a smart man would be, mm-hmm. even though there's nothing between them, at least for the next couple of days, you might want to distance yourself from the person whose name you said at the altar, just in case it ever got back to your wife that hey, we went to Athens together. Because if I'm Emily and I hear that, I think, oh, they're definitely fucking. There's definitely something between yeah. them. Yeah. Very true. I don't know. I guess it to me it just showed how like aloof he is. Like, damn, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> I think it's like it's the stupidest I think it's the dumbest move Ross has ever made. Like, how could you not see what that would maybe look like to people? It would look like you ran 100%, away. Together. Yeah. Now Yeah, it would. I didn't, I didn't really even think about that because in my head I'm so wrapped around the fact that he doesn't think anything's going on. Yeah, he's he definitely means it platonically um but that's not gonna hold up in court now (laughs) no it doesn't as the two of them are boarding ross goes back to get his jacket and emily shows up she sees them getting on the plane together she obviously thinks that they're going on the honeymoon to fuck like and that he's in love with her yeah and uh she leaves and he chases after her and rachel is left on the plane by herself do they know that the airport's moving (laughs) Does he know the plan? Does the pilot know the plan's moving? Now, here was the the grand thing that I was researching. Okay. There has always been something that disturbs me about this scene. Emily looks very out of place in this scene to me. And you'll notice that they never show a shot of the two of them actually together. You only see the back back of her head, right? And then I realized backtracking that after the scene of them at the altar, which I'm assuming that they filmed in season four, we Mm -hmm. never see her 
with anyone else in the cast ever again. Like, think about it. At, when they're at the reception, you don't see her. You only hear her voice. No, we see her. At the reception? No, you only hear her through the bathroom. And then, really? yeah, you only hear her voice through the bathroom because she's, like, trying to get out. Remember? And the door's closed and she's, like, locked herself in. And then oh. at the end of the airport, it seems really disjointed to me. So my theory is that Helen Baxendale, we know, got written off the show because she was pregnant and... I did not know oh, that. Oh, yeah. She got... I forgot... I Sorry. I forgot if I had talked about this. So... <laughs> I was like, really? Wow! So the reason that this <laughs> fell apart is... Um, um, Helen Baxendale got pregnant. She basically wanted to quit acting. Um, and she wanted to stay in the UK. She didn't like, she wanted to have her daughter there and she didn't like really want to do it anymore. Plus she was getting tons of flack from the audience for not being Rachel. And (laughs) I mean, like she was, she was like a very hated character. I know. And I feel like, yeah, I feel bad for her. I feel like even the people who did the show were like not that nice to her. You know our boy Jimmy Burrows, the guy. <coughs> Sorry, oh, bless you, <coughs> sweetie. <laughs> okay, Take a yeah. Big puff. <laughs> not me, just smoke casually smoking a joint and dying. Well, you know James Burrows, the guy who directed like every episode of the first season of Friends. Did he get her pregnant? <laughs> That would be, like, the most insane twist ever. I was like, ah! Well, he wrote a book, and in that book, he was talking about how there was a big problem with the Emily character on Friends, and he basically said that Helen Baxendale wasn't funny. And he was like, which I feel like is like, bro, you didn't have to come for her like that. Like, he was like... She isn't, though. He was like, she's not that funny. Like, she's not... Like, we realized that we needed Ross with a character who was funny in the same way that Rachel was funny, And, like, we just didn't think, like, she was a very nice person, but she didn't really, like, mesh with the cast. Like, she just wasn't, like, a funny enough person. So that was another Hmm. reason that they wanted to write her off the show. God damn. I mean, she is a woman. Pregnant and unfunny? It's expected. (laughs) Get back in the kitchen, bitch. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I would like the audience to note that Katie and I are different people with different opinions about the legacy of women. Dude, the other day I'm in a parking lot and I turn out of my parking space and this guy is backing up and he is super upset I'm there. He's mad. He's looking at me and he's like pointing. He's like, (laughs) right? Like he's like your classic like white haired mustache in a truck mad that I'm alive type of guy, right? And my windows are down and he like comes right past me and he was like, it's a one way. And I was like, I didn't know that. It was not a one way. It just, it, it was not a one way. <laughs> it wasn't. There was nothing on the ground that said one way. I checked. Yeah. I checked. And he was like, don't you see all of the cars parked this one way? It's a one way. I don't have any room. And I was like, I, again, did not know that. And he goes, aren't you paying attention? And I said, no, <laughs> I'm a woman. I don't know how to drive. And he looked at me like, Oh, and he just drove off. He did not know what to do with it. I love it. I love making these jokes now. They are my favorite things on the fucking planet at work. 
one of my coworkers, we had like a disagreement about something and he was like, aren't you thinking? And I was like, no, you know that I'm a dumb woman. Nothing up here. <laughs> it's my fucking favorite new thing to do. It is awesome. They have no idea what to do with it. They don't know what to do with it. Sometimes the Thompson sense of humor truly comes out with you and I absolutely love it. Sometimes it just really comes out. Did you not know I was joking at <laughs> no, first? No, I knew that. When I said that about, okay, I, I was, was like, joking wait, too. did you really think I thought that about Emily? Don't be friends with me if you think I'm like that. So <laughs> Get me out of your wedding. <laughs> So little unfunny pregnant Emily is back. <laughs> anyway, so that's why that's why you like never see her again. And that's why I was like, huh, why does this look so weird? It's obvious to me that she either was green screened or they filmed her like with a backdrop after the with fact. With like a brown backdrop mm-hmm. like it was the wall. And I... That's probably what it I was. Because you know the friends... When that person whose head is supposed to be Emily's, when that person turns around mm-hmm. to leave, it's not her. It's a stand-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they love... Friends loves they to love do a stand-in. stand-in. So that's why I was like, it's definitely a stand-in. Because I thought that the hair looked weird. Yeah, it was a wig. Because I, I did think like, huh, maybe they just... And I thought like, well, they made her look like shit for the wedding, so... <laughs> Like, literally what I thought. I was like, ah, well, whatever. I know that they love to make this girl look like shit for no reason. So that was what I chalked it up to be. But I never even thought about. That makes complete sense. Because she's just, like, looking at him with her mean glare. Which I would have been, like, I would have had no lips. I would have just been, like, you shut up, bitch. I would have had not a sink. There wouldn't have been a lip in sight. I would have been yeah. so mad. I would have charged at this man. Yeah, the face, her face doesn't bother me i don't think that's no. what is off about it just that she's it's green just literally in. like her head is like floating all strange it's weird now in season five though we see her again but what i am realizing is that she's in bed the whole time and she's yeah. like stop blah blah blahing my family and then what happens why doesn't she come back <laughs> well every other so from here on out every other scene we're gonna see is her in bed or her we're gonna hear her over the phone um, right. I think why doesn't she come back to London? I think she is in London. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to New York. Of <laughs> uh, the character or the actress? Yeah, no, no, like the what happens? I can't remember. <laughs> it's um, tell me. Remember he hangs out. He like refuses to cut Rachel out of his life, and then she's like, "Well, when I I come back and see you, then like I'll be with you all the time, so I won't have to worry." And he's like, "But you you can't do that all the yeah. time." And then they okay, mm-hmm. okay, 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 okay. Not me spoiling season five. I was just like, wait, I can't remember why she doesn't come back. But this is all shit that I did not even fucking realize. Yeah. I never even realized she was never actually, like, in the same room with them ever again. I feel like they, they do said, a good job with it. Yeah. They said, bye, baby. Have your baby. We hate you. You're not funny. I Love I kind of feel bad. I want, I want to know what's happened I to her. I feel fucking bad for this girl. I know. She's probably getting death threats because she's not Rachel. Yeah. She's pregnant. And then they're like, you're also so not funny. But we do need you to wrap up the storyline. So, yeah. um, And we're going to make your gonna character do. seem like an asshole. And that's how we're going to wrap it up. Like, it's like she's so yeah. got the short end of the stick. But then knowing the backside of it Mm -hmm. makes more sense Mm -hmm. as to why it ends the way that it does. Yeah. Hmm. It's a real aha moment. I think they had good intentions going into it, 
of like having them stay together and then it just kind of crashed and burned and just didn't go the way they thought it would. I think Mm -mm. it would have been very interesting for them to mention at all anything of like, okay, if they weren't going to go this route, they could have gone somewhere in the route of like her immigration status or something like that. Yeah. Because I have a friend who just got married to a British man and they got married in September. They're still not living together. He's still living in the UK. She's still living here because the green card system is so like fucked up and like has been so difficult. They've been like long distance for such a long time and they're married now and they still like don't live like in the same country. It's crazy. So that would have been another way to go. Well, I also feel like they just could have had her never come back again. And then it would be Ross getting over it in season five. Yeah. Like, they could have just had her see him, and then that's it. You know what I mean? Like, have Rachel come back and, you know, why you cry? (laughs) One of my favorite things ever. Um, But, like, I think it could have just ended there, and we didn't even need to do all of what we did. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes for a really fun, unhinged Ross when he has to move out and all of that stuff. And then his hair gets really big and it's really (laughs) long and he looks crazy. I love what we get from Ross from this, but it could have been done in a different way for sure. Yeah. I I like that they stretched it out a couple more episodes because I do like the closure Mm -hmm. of it. But yeah, they really Mm -hmm. could have taken this in any which way. Um, Yeah. And then we're concluding the episode with Monica and Chandler having this really cute scene where it's really I cute. I love it that everyone is gone and they're alone in the purple apartment and they're like oh you know like it's a good thing that like we only had sex in London and we can't have sex here you know because we're just friends. Yeah. And then they have that whole conversation where they're like that night meant a lot to me and then he leaves and then he mm-hmm. comes back and he's like I'm still on London time. <laughs> the way that you're just so happy about it. I also think that they're is incredible in this Mm -hmm. because it goes from them being friends to now like the way that Chandler is looking at her is in a completely different way and just like even the way that he looks at her when he like walks out and he's like see ya you know like all of that like oh it's so sweet also when they are they try to have sex on the plane um can't you go to jail for that (laughs) I think you can but I'm not positive maybe Maybe it's different depending on the airline. <laughs> hmm. Or maybe that maybe is a new Maybe since they law. were overseas, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just don't I really get caught. Feel like, <laughs> I really feel like it's like a thing. Like, you will... I don't know. I have heard that. I don't know. I've heard that. But I've never... I don't know that it's worth the risk. <laughs> I'll risk stuff in a lot of places. I'm not risking shit on a plane. Like, I was talking to somebody. He's like, oh, yeah, I vape on a plane all the time. I'm like, that's crazy. What? How? Why why don't you just fucking wait until you land? What do you, what, 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 what? What What do you mean? Also, I I literally could never. Less sexual place than an airplane bathroom. It's so, I can barely fit in there. How are we going to get two of us in there? There's always like toilet paper stuck to the wall and like so there's piss all over the ground everywhere. Like it's it's horrible. Why would you do this to yourself? I feel like if I was on like a private plane, but even the first class bathroom ain't that great. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not so sure about fucking in the sky. The gravity thing might be nice, but I don't know about anything other than that. <laughs> Actually, we're not in space. <laughs> I'm not lifting on a plane. Whoa, 
body just like floats off. Uh, okay, so I decided um, that a lot of the time I miss things that I like in my notes when we talk about the episode. Uh-huh. So I'm now going to do something called, here are a few of my favorite things, cute. where I read them off very quickly to you. I love you. that. That's so cute. Ready? Yes. Ross making Joey dance. Chandler throwing the plate. Joey eating steak with his hands. The way that Emily's parents walk. Ross screaming, I don't care about the stupid band. The way that Emily's mom said delicious to Ross. Joey being obsessed with being a regular sized man. And Rachel asking if the airport is moving. Thank you very much. (laughs) I love that segment. It's so cute. Oh, I will maybe be doing it every episode if I remember. You know what we got to add because you texted me about it? Is when yes. the wedding ends and they have such an awkward walk down the aisle and Chandler says, hey, it could have been worse. He could have shot her. Guys, when Joey's like, well, yeah, that went really well. And then fucking Chandler says that I had to pause <laughs> it. It is so funny and so inappropriate. He could have shot her. Like, oh my god. And I did think about putting it in there, but I thought that it was too violent, so I didn't. It's <laughs> a pro-gun control podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, I'm just, I don't know, I'm going to leave it out. <laughs> well, I'm keeping it in, baby. <sighs> what were your titles for the episode, Katie? Okay, so you already know one of them. Uh, the one with the last call. Love it. Oh, I remembered again. I was like, and I still can't remember what it was. Um, the one where Monica and Chandler can't have sex. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one with my giant. Oh, I love those. There's so many what are good yours? options for this episode because I love it. There's so many freaking funny parts of it. It's so good. Um, I said the one with the runaway bride. Oh, that's fantastic. Also, have you ever watched that movie? No, I want to, though. I'm you gonna, should. It's fantastic. I used to watch it all the time I'm as a kid. I'm on a Julia Roberts kick. We should get watch kick, it. So. Yes. Yes. Um, the one with the messy reception. Okay. Your titles are always so <laughs> good. Putting my writing degree to good use. God. <laughs> love that brain. And love the way it works. The one with all the cock blocking. <laughs> which is my personal fave. Your titles win. Every <laughs> single one of them. They're so good. I'm obsessed with them. 10 out of 10. You did great. Katie. I don't even know which one to pick. (laughs) Where can everybody find you, Katie? Uh, You can find... I almost said you can find... You can (laughs) find me. (laughs) It's stuck in my head. (laughs) And I don't want it to be a thing anymore, but it is. (laughs) It just... It fits here. You can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. Where can everybody find you? You can find me on TikTok. And- but why are you a robot? It's it, like when I say it, I'm like, where can everybody find you? Like it's just it's supposed to be cute, and then you come in and you're like, oh, you can find me, and I'm just so, where did the robot come from? Find me on TikTok and Instagram at. Cuckoo for Cloclo Puffs. And please share this podcast with all of your friends who also love friends. It's giving Emily's mom playing the Shrek. <laughs> Put on a C minor. 
the way that she says delicious to Ross, though. <laughs> oh, my God. It is delicious. so funny. Delicious. <laughs> and the way that they both shuffle around because they're so wasted. And they're just fucking, like, oh. drunk and smoking and running into everything. Like, little bobbleheads. Like, it's just... What a fucking episode. 10 out of 10, dude. Friends really knows how to write parents. (laughs) Oh, man. They do. (laughs) Because I was watching the episode where Ross get the the one where Ross got high or whatever. And they are just so funny in that episode. It's such a good one. It's so good. And Rachel's dad, too, when we get to see him because he's literally like the scariest person of all time. And her mom, what's new in sex? (laughs) (laughs) They they write a good parrot, (laughs) don't they? They do. All right, guys. We will see you next week with um, the one with all the kissing. Wait, aren't you? Well, that is also one of my favorite episodes. But aren't you forgetting to tell me something? No. Wait, what am I telling you? Today's the seventh. Tomorrow is the eighth. Oh, happy birthday tomorrow's my birthday so just you know you won't hear this um until wednesday when it's after my birthday but it's my birthday everyone go and wish katie i guess at this point a late happy birthday because her birthday was on monday and this comes out on wednesday but please make sure to acknowledge it for a couple months i keep thinking i'm turning 32 I'm not. I'm turning 31. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm not turning 32. And I keep thinking like, gosh, I'm a 32nd. No, babe. <laughs> you turn 31. Try to get that up It there. all starts to blend together. <laughs> I literally keep thinking I'm 27 when I'm 28. <laughs> oh, you're not even 30 yet. Oh, I how fun. Be, I'll be 29, which is basically Dude, 30. Dude, 30 is the best. <laughs> it's the best. No, it's not. You When you get to 30, it's like graduating. It's so much fun. Just, oh my God, get ready. Get ready. It's so much fun. Well, happy birthday, Katie. Okay, bye, all. And we'll see you guys Thanks. next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.